Hello and welcome to another Octal FM soundbite. I'm Gelada. And I'm Sefran. And today we're just going to talk very, very briefly about the fact that Neon Genesis Evangelion has been re-released on Netflix. Hmm. Now, this is a big deal, right? Because historically it's been quite difficult, to, I think, to get hold of Ava. Yeah, legally especially. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously. I mean, obviously we don't condone anything of the anything illegal. Of course not. But if you wanted to purchase uh, a copy legally of uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, the anime series, up until very recently, you would have to buy it secondhand. There was no official right. way of purchasing a new copy anymore. Was it even on DVD? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that's one of the, the things that this has caused, is the original printings and then subsequent sort of like platinum edition printings and stuff like this mm. of DVDs have become collector's items really? uh, you wow. know, and they, they will set you back several hundred pounds now for a dvd box set of an anime series that's huh. 26 episodes long because they're, they're relatively rare and they don't make them anymore and to watch the series legally you have to have those so right and yeah it's, there's been a little bit of controversy i guess like a, there's just been a couple of little bits and pieces i mean you know who would have thought really that anime fans are the type to quibble over minor details i don't no, really not. didn't really think it was their thing but there we go no definitely not no totally not i mean the one thing i must say before we do anything else is that it's great that it's available right because 100%. it's such a, a great series and we're not going to talk too much about it because we're going to do an episode on it uh sometime in the future when you finish watching it because you've yep. not seen it before i haven't uh, but I, i've been a big fan of the series for a long time like i think i watched it when i was like 15 so 15 um, years ago we brought you a travel mug all the way back from you japan did? yeah that was from the ava store right so yeah the official ava store in, in tokyo so it's a great series and it's really great that it's on Netflix and it's also a good opportunity for a lot of people like yourself who've never seen it before to watch it. 100%. Because even if you did have a legal means of purchasing it before then, maybe you wouldn't have gone out your way to buy that. But now it's on Netflix. It's so accessible. Yeah. There's so many more people who only say... It wouldn't be hard for me to just like pick it up, right? In inverted no. commas. But it's that, like you say, it's the accessibility. It's the fact that it's like, it's there on your front page of your Netflix. You know, if you watch any anime... Uh, then it comes up as like a recommended thing to watch. And it's yeah. like, that's just, it's just effortless, right? You don't have to think yeah. about it. You can just be like, should we? Yeah, we'll just watch an episode of that and see what it's like. Which is 100% why Netflix have, have shelled out the money to to get the rights to finally air it legally mm -hmm. in the West, uh, or rather just the, the, the rest of the world. I'm not sure what the, the whole kind of world is in terms of rights but definitely in like europe and, and north america it, it wasn't possible to get hold of it since like mid 2000s right um you know so this is this is the reason why netflix spent i imagine quite a lot of money to get the rights to be mm. able to do that now mm. but what came with that and this is sort of what we were going to talk about today of like slight controversy is netflix decided to redub the show so originally the show was licensed and dubbed by a company called ADV Films, which are now defunct. They don't exist really anymore. And they did a, a pretty decent dub job, in fairness. This is back in like 1997 when anime was still being used as like a basically replacement to kids television. Like, you know, when they would butcher an anime up to the point where it was just a Saturday morning cartoon show as opposed to like a series right. about anything particularly. Whereas with Ava, they, they kind of kept a pretty open mind about it and they kept pretty faithful to the original source material. A couple of questionable choices here and there, but for the most part, it was pretty good. You know, the dub was passable as well. Like, it wasn't incredible, but it was also pretty good. So it was kind of odd that Netflix decided that they wanted to redub it and they wouldn't either pay for or use, for whatever reason, the original ADV dub. Mm. And 
that obviously worried people to some extent, but also it was quite exciting because maybe we get a more faithful translation we maybe get like higher quality voice work high quality audio as well because like you know we're 20 years on from that dub 22 years on from that dub and sound quality's improved a lot in the same time yeah. period you know so yeah great things but unfortunately it's just not worked out that way at all has it no i mean you know more i haven't actually even been watching the the dub at all just been watching it in japanese so what what's sort of the general feeling about it i mean the actual quality of the voice work itself is is fine. Um, it's passable. But when you consider that Netflix spent a lot of money to get the rights to the series, you'd have thought they'd done better than passable. Like right. They would have hired big-name voice talent, mm. and they would have gotten a very well-experienced voice director in to make sure everything kind of works really nicely. And it doesn't feel like that's the case. It just feels like they're treating it like almost any other anime on the platform. And again, it's fine and it's watchable. Uh, It's not bad. It's just not amazing either. Hmm. Some of the voices just sound very generic and very sort of typically North American. Right. So I don't know. It just... The ADV dub version from 1997 had a bit more character to it almost. It felt like even if in some areas it was a bit dodgy, it still had more interesting character to it yeah and there's been a few other things as well right like i mean Mm. there's been some stuff around the fact that there's a the outro music is missing it used to be uh various covers of fly me to the moon which they've not managed to get they say that it's down to the money which is a weird one i kind of think that you know maybe there's a little bit more to it and it's just Mm. about the logistics of getting a license for such a crazy you know that's such a huge song I imagine it was probably expensive, difficult, time consuming, <laughs> like legally yeah. complicated and just, you know, if you were, if I was Netflix and I was looking for a way to cut some cost on bringing a, an anime to the platform and it was like, well, we've got to shell out, you know, all of this money and time and effort for the outro. And it's like, well, people are just going to skip the outro because this yeah. is Netflix. <laughs> and so, I get it. You know, and, and that's probably the least like problematic change they've made, I yeah, guess, because yeah. Like, sure, it's a shame that it doesn't have that heritage of having its classic ending song, but it doesn't make a huge difference. Yeah. But the the main thing that a lot of people, a lot of sort of like traditional fans are complaining about is that there's been quite a big difference in its translation. Mm. So both for its subtitles, but also for its dub over voice work as well. So mm. they, they go off the same sort of voicing. So the subtitles are the same as what the English voice actors are saying for right. the Japanese version. Oh, interesting. And in some places, it's it's just a bit of a... Again, it's just an average job in some places. Like they've translated things just a bit weirdly, maybe a little bit too literally in some instances. I saw some spelling mistakes as well in the subtitles. Really? <laughs> yeah. I haven't noticed personally because I've only like skipped through a few episodes because mm. uh, I've got like my own copy of favor from the ADV version to watch. I saw a couple of bits where I was like, uh, is, did they did they take some fan subs? <laughs> I think fan subs would have probably been better, mm. quite honestly. So there's a few instances where it's just, again, for a series of the pedigree that it is, you'd expect more especially from Netflix, who for the most part treat anime quite well and they they, yeah. they treat it with respect. But then the, the biggest kind of problem that people are unhappy with is the choice of translation, especially like the way it's been translated to be more literal in some certain in yeah. some circumstances. Uh, and I don't want to spoil anything because I know you've not seen the series mm. and I imagine some of our listeners haven't either. But there's a particular scene towards the end of the series, episode 24, where the primary issue is that there's a talking about a queer relationship yeah. uh, between between two characters and netflix translation they very much glossed over this mm. this 
relationship and they've made it essentially a non-entity where unless you knew that that was the case by watching a previous version of the show or watching it in its original Japanese yeah. if you understood Japanese you wouldn't put necessarily two and two together yeah whereas in the original translations from 1997 and then subsequent fan translations as well that's that the overall discussion is made more ambiguous to allow it to think actually that could be a queer relationship developing there yeah. for example not that that like, tony's learning japanese and she's not native japanese speaker but she said you know she was reading about the controversy a little bit and she was like mm, yeah they've kind of gone the wrong they've gone the wrong way like she's mm. like from what i know the little bit that she knows of you know all the all the moderate amount that she knows of japanese she's like they've not really done it right and so it's i feel like I hope that this wasn't like an intentional choice from no. Netflix. I feel like Netflix of all people are not the type to make a, you know, a real intentional decision about this. It's more likely to be just big corporate screwing up classic type stuff, like just not really thinking about it. Mm. But also at the same time, in this day and age, you feel like you would automatically be cautious about yeah. something like that. And you wouldn't like for fans to so immediately be able to pick up on it. You're like, really like this past yeah. QA no one raised an eyebrow and no well, that's one sort of it anything. isn't it like if this was almost like a no-name show or whatever maybe you could understand it slipping mm. past it but this is like one of the most influential animes of all yeah, time and people like, have been clawing for this for a long time they know its heritage that's why they pay so much money for it yeah. to be on their service and you'd have thought that anyone involved in the translation process for their version of the translation would also be a big fan of the series mm. so they'd want to do right by it and then there is not as much sort of like uh, LGBT community representation within anime as there should be anyway. Just whatever there isn't. That's another topic of discussion entirely. But you think that where it is there, you'd want to promote it. Yeah. And they haven't. And it's been left to the sidelines. And I don't want to use the word like whitewashing. But I mean, again, I don't think it's intentional. But you'd think that they'd have not allowed it to not have happened, if that makes sense. It's kind of, you just kind of like there seems to be no valid there's no plausible kind of deniability reason mm. for it it's like you either really messed up just by mistake or it was a conscious, conscious decision, decision and yeah. it's like neither of those make me feel particularly comfortable <laughs> no so that in combination with the other things we talked about as well for example like a lot of people really wanted the original voice actors back even if they re-recorded mm. their lines because a lot of people grew up with those voice actors as those characters you know and the, a lot of those voice actors are still very active as well like some of them uh, have been actively tweeting on twitter all about the controversy and everything about what their thoughts are as well but they didn't either and they got these new voices so yeah the, the whole thing which I think could have been a really big step forward for Netflix in terms of their anime because they've got great new shows, right? Anime on Netflix is fantastic mm. for new stuff. But their older backlog is maybe not as strong as it could be. And this would have been a fantastic flagship yeah. for its like older anime series on the network. And unfortunately, it's, it's fell short the mark a little bit. Like the series as a whole holds up as it is because of how important the show is anyway. But they've not yeah. helped themselves with this. I don't want to end the soundbite on a doom and gloom. We both, I know, think that it's fantastic that it's now approachable and accessible. I've started watching it. Hopefully we'll get through it and, uh, you know, we can cover it as a, as a full episode. Hmm. Yeah, well, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it, like relatively yeah. fresh as well, because it, it's such an interesting and divisive mm. series Absolutely. to talk about. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, look forward to that episode. And uh, in the meantime, I've been Gelada. And I've been Saffron. And catch us again for another Octal FM soundbite very soon. <laughs>